This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. podcast. My name is Renee Rena and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. I didn't have a plan to do this topic for this episode, but I had posted a blog a couple weeks ago and so many people related to it and I received so many comments on TikToks that I did about the same topic that I thought I would throw in a podcast episode about the simple topic of being annoyed when your partner who is not home with the child or children asks you a simple favor and not just any favor but a favor to do with taking care of the child and when they ask you it's something so simple but you feel so irritated and maybe even get a little bit of rage inside your body and before I get into what happened to make me kind of talk about this with my husband I will preface this episode by saying Quarantine has made every emotion that a parent could feel a thousand times worse. Speaking from my own personal experience, before quarantine started, I was finishing up my PhD dissertation. So I was super focused, you know, working towards a goal, probably doing the toughest work I'll ever do in my life. And as soon as I finished, a few days later, it was like, okay, you're stuck in the house with your toddler. You can't leave. You can't do anything else. And you have no schoolwork to focus on. So enjoy. For me, I think these feelings and emotions might have been even more so because I was all of a sudden thrown into a situation that I wasn't used to since Milo was going to daycare before quarantine started. And so when Milo was in daycare and I was doing my work during the day, running errands, getting done what I needed to get done, my husband was working, it was more of an equal childcare situation. So it was very obvious, you know, when we're both home, we're going to ask each other for help and you know, he helped me, I help him. So this feeling irritated when he asks me to help him with something was never an issue. I never experienced this before. And my situation may be unique to other people's situation as well because my husband is a physician and so his work-life balance or relationship hasn't changed at all. I mean, sure, he can't, you know, go see friends or go to the store as much as he maybe would outside of of quarantine but he goes to work and comes home the same you know amount of time that he would outside of quarantine so my life has drastically changed but on the other hand my husband's life has not changed that much except you know he can't go to the store and maybe his wife is a little more grumpy than normal I'll also say that we are nearing the end of quarantine. Life is kind of starting to get back to normal, but these feelings kind of escalated over the course of quarantine. So it didn't start out where, you know, he would ask me something and I would get irritated. It kind of like built up, built up. And so many times I thought, 
I should just tell him how I feel, like how this is irritating for me. But I was like, eh, nah, like he's working hard. Like I get it. I'm here. Why not ask me for help? Like I understand why he's asking me for these simple little things to help him out with Milo. I get it. So I just let it go. And then the other day, a situation happened and I just said no. I was like, no. And I could tell he was a little bit in shock that I said no, like he was surprised. And then I was like, oh, great. Like now I have to explain to him all my feelings that have been built up. But it was good because we had a really good conversation that night. And also, I think it's made other people based on my blog post and my TikToks. It has given other people the push that they needed maybe to have this conversation. Okay, I know what you're thinking. You're like, Renee, just tell me the fucking situation. Like, what happened? So you may already know if you follow me on Instagram or you read my blog, which if you don't, obviously you should. Anyways, here is what happened. It was a Sunday morning and I, you know, got up leisurely. I came downstairs and I poured myself a mug of coffee and my husband was already awake and he was down here having coffee as well. And when 7.30 a.m. came around, he went upstairs and got our son, who is 22 months old, for those of you that don't know. So we have two couches in our living room that kind of face each other. And I was on one couch enjoying my piping hot coffee and my husband and my son were on the other couch and my husband was drinking his coffee and my son was having his morning bottle. Yes, he's 22 months. He still has a bottle. We're working on it. Quarantine is not the time to work on that shit, okay? So I'm drinking my coffee and within a couple minutes, my son had put his bottle in my husband's coffee mug and there was still coffee in the mug. So obviously it made a little bit of a mess. And normally, you know, pre-quarantine, if this happened, I would jump up, you know, grab something, help clean it up. Obviously, like that's what I would do. But now that it's like day 5063 of quarantine, like I'm a little bit bitter. And so when something like that happens, I know that I deal with these kinds of situations, not the exact same situation, but these kinds of situations constantly throughout the day and I have no one to help me I deal with it on my own and to be honest a lot of the times it's a much more difficult situation that includes like crying screaming dogs barking like just complete chaos so okay there's a little bit of a mess and my husband instantly just looks at me he doesn't move he looks at me and he's like can you just go grab some paper towels And normally I would just be like, yeah, like obviously no problem. Go grab a paper towel. But something came over me in this moment and I was just like, no. And it's not like we had been fighting or like I was in a bad mood or anything. He wouldn't have expected this answer. So he was a little bit surprised. And he was like, he tells me that he didn't say, are you serious? But he said something along the lines of like, really? Or like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah. There's Kleenex right beside you. Just grab a couple, you know, pieces of Kleenex and wipe it up. And of course, he was giving me like a really strange look, but he grabbed the Kleenex and he cleaned it up himself and he was like, okay. And then I realized like, oh shit, like now I have to explain why I said no and, you know, talk about my feelings, which is fine. I love that shit. So I went on a little bit of a rant, like a little bit, you know, I was calm, but I was just explaining to him how I was feeling. And my little rant went something like this. 
I'm home alone with Milo five out of seven days a week. I deal with these situations on my own all day. So I find myself getting irritated when we're both home and something happens and you instantly ask for my help because I know you can deal with it on your own. But because I'm here, it's easy to just ask me for help. I don't mind helping, but I want you to understand the kinds of things I deal with all day on my own. For example, when you change Milo's diaper and it's a big poop and he's squirming around, you always say, babe, can you just come here for a second? And I always go and help, but in the back of my mind, I'm irritated because I have to do this on my own all the time and I figure out a way to deal with it. And this isn't really a situation where, you know, I'm right, he's wrong, like this is how it should be, this is how it shouldn't be because, and I can only speak to our situation, he does so much for us. I fully acknowledge and appreciate everything he does for us. He works insanely hard, long hours, and I understand why he's asking me for help. When he's home, I also ask him for help because that's just a natural response. And yeah, I want some fucking help. But I will say I probably ask for help a little bit less because I'm used to doing these things on my own now thanks to fucking quarantine. So yeah, I can change a shitty diaper while he's standing up at the TV watching Paw Patrol. I'm comfortable with using absolutely anything within arm's reach to wipe up any kind of liquid substance that has been smeared on the carpet. I will take my son in the goddamn shower with me just so I can shower. If I have to go poo, he's coming with me. And that's just something that I have learned to deal with. Have you ever looked around your bathroom? There are so many things you can distract a toddler with and make games out of, you know, putting tampons in the fucking toilet paper holes. Okay? You have to be creative. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals. So you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like pot stickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. 
Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner... I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I know for myself, I have a newfound, insane respect for moms or dads who stay home with the kids. It is hard. And while I know my husband works really hard at work and he's busy and he works long hours, part of me also thinks, yeah, but you get to have that half hour drive to work to be by yourself in the car. You get to have that half hour drive home to be by yourself in the car. When you go pee at work, you're by yourself. You get to talk to other adults. Like that is huge. You're going into a workplace where people respect you. They're not throwing Buzz Lightyear at your head and screaming for more goldfish. And I really want to stress the point that I understand, obviously, my husband has to work. Obviously, nobody planned for this quarantine and this, like, worldwide pandemic. But that doesn't mean that I can't have feelings about it and be irritated and be frustrated. Clearly, my husband can't stay home with Milo. He's the one that's working right now. I just finished school. I don't have a job. Even if I did have a job... I'm not going to be the breadwinner of our family, and that's fine. But again, it doesn't mean that this situation isn't shitty and that I just shouldn't be irritated or have feelings about it. I absolutely hate when people are upset about something and then someone else comes back with, yeah, but it's not like your husband can stay home. And it's like, thanks, bitch. I know that, but I can still be upset that this happened and that I'm in this situation. After my husband and I had that conversation, after I wrote that blog post and that whole situation happened, I was kind of happy that this all happened because he kind of got to express his feelings about everything as well. And I know now that he feels like, you know, maybe sometimes I don't understand what he goes through at work, which is totally valid. Like that is 100% accurate. If I had his job, I don't think I would get out of bed. And it's true. A lot of times he works long days, long hours, doesn't get much sleep, and he still comes home and is super productive and helping out with absolutely everything. 
which also is part of the reason why I always give him my help and I try and help him when he's doing something as much as possible. Like it goes both ways. We respect each other. I know that he knows how much work I'm doing at home and how difficult taking care of a toddler can be. He respects what I'm doing. I respect what he does. But it doesn't mean that we're not going to have feelings about certain situations. So instead of having all these things happen and ignoring it and just, you know, pushing it aside, pushing it aside, why not just say, you know, sometimes when you ask me for help, I get a little bit irritated because I feel like you don't know the extent of what I do in a day with our child or our children. With quarantine especially and having an essential partner, I think the stay-at-home person is kind of like, you know what, I want you to feel my pain. I want you to know how difficult it is and why I'm so frustrated some evenings. Why all of a sudden I start crying because I'm just overwhelmed. Because being the stay-at-home parent during quarantine is like 24-7 non-stop. Especially if you struggle with like mom guilt, partner guilt type stuff. And I remember explaining that part of it to my husband as well. Like you have a stressful work environment, but you also get to break up your home life and your work life. So each day you get a break from one or the other. When you're the stay-at-home parent in quarantine, you literally can't leave the house. And if you do, it's not enjoyable because I remember my husband, you know, once stores started to open up, he'd be like, why don't you take the morning and go shopping? And it's like, it's not even fun. Like, it's not like it used to be right now. So it's not enjoyable for me to leave the house, drive somewhere, put on a mask, stay socially distanced, be super aware of what I'm touching, who's around me following the freaking arrows on the floor. Like it's just, it's not a relaxing experience to be going out to, you know, shop or go to a cafe, which you can't even do yet. But you know what I mean? Sometimes I would go for a walk, which is great, but you know, Canada weather, it's either too freezing cold, raining or boiling fucking hot. So that's been difficult as well. And the type of person that I am, I just want to be doing like what I'm doing right now. I want to be working, doing my podcast stuff, writing my blog, doing TikToks, which I know that sounds funny, but it is kind of work for me. Not that I get paid, but maybe one day. So for me to take time to do what I want to do right now, that would involve me being in the house. And when I'm in the house, I have a hard time separating myself from my child and my husband. And I feel bad if I'm just, you know, holed up in the office or something and I can hear what's going on and and I'm just kind of isolating myself. I have a hard time doing that. And I think this is common for some people because I've spoken to a few people who, you know, they're fine leaving the house and not feeling guilty and going and doing something that they enjoy. But when it's in the house and you're trying to have alone time in the house while your family is still home, it's like almost impossible. It's so hard to relax. And with quarantine, it's not like my husband can take my son out somewhere for very long. So in quarantine, it's been a little bit of a problem. So basically, I'm just trying to get at why I said no to getting a freaking paper towel. It's amazing to me that that one situation and conversation has 
really made me reflect on why I'm irritated and why quarantine has been so difficult. It's one thing to know that you're irritated, but to really tease out why you feel a certain way is so rewarding to me. And it's also rewarding when I kind of put these thoughts and my feelings out into the interwebs and people respond so well saying they feel the exact same way and like, thank you so much for putting my emotions into words. Like I didn't know why I was feeling that way, but now it makes sense. So I'm just going to keep sharing my discoveries with regard to my feelings and hopefully you guys like it. All right. So everything so far in this episode was recorded on Friday night. It is now Monday afternoon. I just put Milo down for a nap and I'm going to finish up with a few things that I've been thinking about over the weekend and today. Milo's daycare opens on July 27th and we are going to try our best to send him back. And I realized that today is probably my last day of quarantine with Milo, which is insane to think about. And it kind of makes me sad. And it's funny because on the weekend, my husband said something along the lines of like, oh, this weekend just won't end because he was on call this weekend and he had a really busy weekend at work. And I was like, oh, your weekend won't end? Do you want to know what hasn't ended for me in like months? Quarantine with a toddler. It's been really hard and it never ends. It doesn't end at the end of the workday. It doesn't end on the weekends. It's just constant. And anytime I make a comment like that, my husband usually reminds me, daycare's opening soon. Like, don't worry, everything's going to be back to normal soon. And while I'm excited about that, I'm also really sad that this time with Milo is coming to an end. Like, it's really strange. I'm super excited to have free time and be able to pursue things that I want to do, look for jobs, whatever it may be. And at the same time, I don't want Milo to go back to daycare. It is the most insane cognitive dissonance I have ever had in my life. Like you want one thing, but you want the other thing, but you can't have both at the same time. And I've definitely received comments from people like, do you really have to send him back? Are you really going to be sending him back to daycare? And I know some parents are choosing to keep their children home from daycare, which is completely understandable, like zero judgment. If you are able to do that and that's something that you want to do, then that's great. Our situation is such that I could stay home with Milo, no problem, but I need to be doing something for myself. Otherwise, I'm going to be miserable and what good is that going to do our family? At the same time, it's easy for me to make the decision to send him back because I love our daycare. I love his teachers. He loves going to daycare and he absolutely thrives when he's there. The activities they do, the social interaction, you know, the kind of being independent and away from us during the day. He sleeps amazing there. He eats amazing there. He gets along with everybody. He's super happy. So it's not a hard decision for us to send him back. If we didn't like his daycare, it would be no questions asked. We would keep him home. 
but it is such a good situation for Milo and for us that we're choosing to send him back. But it does make me think about that saying like, ooh, women can really have it all nowadays, like the career, their own interests, self-care, having children. And I couldn't disagree more with this statement because while it appears that I might have it all, I can, you know, do all the things that I want to do and also have Milo and a family. But I think many moms would agree that you're happy to be doing your own stuff, but now you want to spend more time with your child. And then if you're home with your child 24-7, all I want to do is do my own stuff. It's like you can't win. I always hear about, you know, the back and forth between stay-at-home moms and working moms and I really think at the end of the day, it's what works for your family. Some people are probably stay-at-home moms and don't want to be. Some people probably have to work but want to stay home. Some people are probably staying home and absolutely love it. Some people are working and absolutely love it. So everyone, just mind your business and do what's best for you and your family and be supportive of one another. Yay, happy world. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We wanna get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Lola V. Lola V is an award-winning hair care line by none other than Jennifer Aniston. They offer clean, plant-powered products for every hair type and texture. I just did my whole hair care routine with all the products the other night, and I am obsessed. Along with incredible shampoo and conditioner, they have an intensive repair treatment that you can use once a week. They also have a lightweight hair oil. There's a leave-in treatment, and there's also a glossing detangling which I need because lately I want to do my hair in like a slicked back look, but my hair is too frizzy. Get 15% off Lola V with the code MOMROOM at www.lolav.com slash MOMROOM and Lola V is L-O-L-A-V-I-E. I love how I start off with one simple realization that I had and then I go into some big rant. But anyways, one last thing to talk about. The topic for this episode started out being how I get annoyed when my husband asks me for help for simple little things with Milo when he's home. So many people relate to that feeling. And last night I posted on Instagram about how I get annoyed when my husband announces that he's going to do something. Some things that he often announces include, I'm gonna go take a poo. I gotta go get ready. I'm gonna go take a shower. Okay, I gotta go. These things drive me crazy. 
And I always say to him, like, do you have to announce when you're going to go do something? And I realized that it would irritate me every time he says that he's going to do something and then he just gets up and goes and does it. So this weekend I was like, why does that instill rage in my body when he just says that he's going to go do something? And then I figured it out. When he announces that he's going to go just take a poo, that is signaling to me that he has the luxury of just, well, I feel like I got to go poo. I'm just going to say I'm going to go poo and then I'm going to go poo by myself for as long as I need to freaking poo for. And a few times he has said that and my response to him is, okay, go ahead, but take Milo with you. And he laughs and we joke about it, but like, no, I'm serious. And of course, the odd time that my husband's home alone with Milo, you know, if I'm gone away for a couple days, I'm sure he's experienced where he has to go poo and either take Milo with him or wait until he's napping, whatever the case may be. But when you're dealing with that every single day, it starts to get annoying when your partner can just come home and be like, I'm going to go poo and go poop by themselves. And I'm talking about pooping right now, but this can be all kinds of things like going to shower, going, you know, even just to go pee or go get ready. And a lot of those things irritate me because it's like I have nowhere to go. I have nothing to do that has to be done right now. And I remember having a conversation with my husband when we were talking about why quarantine has been difficult for me and I told him it's hard for me to know that no matter what I have going on, your work is always going to be more important than what I have going on. And that's just the way it is because he's a physician and it's like, well, I need to go see this patient. Their penis is about to fall off, whatever. Like he has to go and address that and that's going to be more important than me wanting to go to yoga class, wanting to, you know, go hang out with friends, whatever it may be. Even if it's something work related and not just like social or physical activity, his work will always come first. And for me, if I even question my stuff being more important than I'm an asshole because it's like, no, it's people's health that are kind of in his hands. So I can't, I feel like an asshole even just being pissed that he has to go do something that's affecting my schedule and my day. Hmm. I feel like I'm giving therapy to myself in the computer. Anyways, so I had the conversation with him about announcing when he's going to go do something. So this morning when he was leaving for work, he made sure that he told me, I'm not announcing, love you, and walked out the door. So he's trying. I love working out all these feelings with you guys and seeing that a lot of you guys relate. And now that quarantine is coming to an end, I'm curious to see what new things are going to pop up that I can ruminate about. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am going to be heading off to Northern Ontario sometime this week and maybe I will do like an off the grid podcast episode for next Tuesday. If not, then I may just publish a co-hosted episode with one of my fabulous guests that I've had on recently or I can do like a fun q and I don't know. We'll figure it out. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't already, please go to where you listen to your podcasts and rate and review the Mom Room podcast. If you have any ideas for an episode, feel free to message me on Instagram or email me. You can follow me at the.mom.room on both Instagram and TikTok. And my blog is renearena.com. Next Thursday's episode is all about postpartum recovery from a vaginal birth with Adiza Ferris. So definitely look out for that one. Thank you again. And I hope your child sleeps tonight. Mm-hmm.